Hello and welcome to the Infinite Love Podcast. This is a place where we share how love can transform negative emotions and pain into strength. We talk about all things related to love, positivity, and kindness. And I am your host, Corinne Kamara. Hi, welcome to episode 13 from Breakup to Freedom. So today's going to be a, a more personal podcast. I'm going to be talking about a recent breakup that I had and the lessons that I learned. It was a really painful breakup, but I learned so much that I wanted to share some tips about breakups for those that are have had a recent breakup. I think it's hard, especially during the holidays, to feel the heaviness of a relationship loss. So I'm hoping that this episode can uplift you. And if you've had your heart broken in the past, perhaps you can relate to my story. Okay, so I had a boyfriend for a year and a half. And it felt like it was five years of a relationship but it was only a year and a half. Like we went through a lot in a short amount of time. I think it's because we started very intensely from the moment we met, we were going quote unquote steady and we moved in together very fast. And it was a a whirlwind of a relationship for good and bad. And I feel like I moved through a lot of karma, a lot of pain. I learned a lot of lessons. It was a very insightful relationship, but it also brought up a lot of things for me to heal. And because of my core pain, which I talked about in episode three, if you want to go back to listen to that, it's called emotional pain, from emotional pain to infinite love, I talk about one of my core pains is that I felt like I've never was loved. Like I, ne- I grew up feeling like no one loved me. That was always been my story. And of course, I've been working on this pain for years. And it's always like another layer of healing that always happens. And so this relationship was another layer of that pain um, being addressed and healed. And work through. I'm still working through it, but it's on the process of healing. So it's a great. I'm grateful that this relationship happened because it helped me to see parts of myself that needs to be healed. And the biggest story is I don't feel loved, especially from men, right? And I spent 12 years of being single um, before I met my ex. And during that, those 12 years, I spent it pretty much being angry at God and doing soul searching and rituals. And I did so much um, figuring out why I couldn't find a boyfriend. I, I went on dates. I had mostly bad experiences. I had a few okay experiences, but nothing was amazing. So I was blaming the area because I live in the Bay Area. I was like, well, there's no men here. Let me go to LA to see if there's going to be more men there. And that was not a wise decision. LA was, um, I had the worst experience with men in, in LA. And it was a lot of stuff came up because I felt before when I was single that I felt undeserving of love. I had long periods of loneliness. Um, 
jealous of other people in relationship, feeling like something was vitally wrong with me because in my mind, I'm like attractive, I'm intelligent. I should have a boyfriend, like that should be a given. But it was really, it was a struggle. Like, so it, at some point I kind of was like, what is happening? Why can't I find a man? And in LA, it was, it was the most painful, most traumatic. I had sexual assaults. I had crazy dates. It was the worst. And so in LA, I, I stopped dating. So I moved to LA and I, and a few years, a couple years of crazy experiences, I like shut the door and was like, you know, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna date myself. <laughs> and that's what I did. So I started this whole new journey of falling in love with myself, like taking myself out on dates and doing all the things that I wanted to do with a partner, but I did them by myself in LA. And I, I really was like, you know what, I'm gonna stop focusing on finding a partner, I'm just gonna focus on myself. And during that period, I realized, I realized that, you know, I really enjoy myself. I mean, I've always liked being alone and, and hanging out with myself. I've never really had that problem, but it was this idea that something was wrong because I always had to be alone. And I really started to embrace that in LA. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be by myself. Like, you know, I'm just gonna enjoy my life and enjoy my work. And I poured so much energy in my practice my acupuncture practice in LA and really focused on working out and just enjoying life in a different way. And then I moved back up to the Bay and since, you know, the Bay Area is the Bay Area in San Francisco, for those that live here, you probably know what I know. It's, it's, it's an interesting place to date. And so when I moved back to the Bay Area, I kind of was like, all right, I'm back in the Bay and I most likely am not going to meet anyone, so I'm just gonna focus on work and do what I was doing in LA. And miracle upon miracles, I meet my ex. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe after all this time, I finally meet someone. It just was like, all the time I spent praying and intentions and I put so much energy around it. It was like a big part of my mental space was finding somebody mostly because I had such that I had such a big wound about not being with anyone and wanting to be validated by a partner wanting to be married wanting to have what I felt everyone else had that I didn't so this relationship really brought to light my own desperation for a relationship and the compromises I took to in order to be in one and also that I don't need this type of relationship that I thought I needed to be validated and to be all of that. And it's really sad because at the same time, well, it's sad for myself because you're thinking, oh, I'm a powerful, amazing woman. I don't need a man. But I still had that little girl that really just wanted to be validated by a man because in a lot of ways I wasn't validated by my dad. Um, but I guess that's a whole other conversation. Okay. So the first part of this, the first lesson I learned in this relationship was not to compromise on what you want. And, and I'm not talking about simple compromises like what movies should we watch or what color should we paint the wall. Um, compromises in who you are. I felt like in that, my past relationship, which I've done in other, in my, 
in other relationships prior to that as well is that I have what I want to do in the world and who I am and oftentimes I don't know if other women do this but I historically have the tendency to kind of dim my light for in order to be in this relationship in order for him to be okay with me I make myself smaller or I compromise on the things that I really want to do for myself but he's not okay with and so I don't do them especially if he's insecure about something then I kind of will bend my will towards in his direction and sometimes I would sometimes you do it unconsciously but oftentimes it's a learned behavior because you want to feel loved at least for me it's a, it was a learned behavior since I was little because I want, desperately wanted to be loved by my parents and people around me I do what they want essentially and that always leads to resentment that always leads to anger and it always leads to feeling frustrated because you can never really breathe into the essence of who you are and that's how I compromised in this relationship I wasn't allowing myself to really truly be myself which is a disservice to myself but also to my partner right he never really got to experience me for who I am because I was so afraid if he saw the true me then he wouldn't really want to be with me because the, when there were moments when I did show him I didn't feel like it was um, received so that's a big lesson for me is to and for those that are listening, like, don't compromise, even if it means you're going to be single for a little bit longer. Because we don't know what life has to offer. And um, it was an important lesson for me to see that my desperation for a partner left me with the decision that I chose to make, which is to compromise on my values and what I want out of a relationship. So I wouldn't suggest doing that. I mean, unless you really feel like you need to. Um, I would say that compromising always leads to failure. I mean, personal failure, because you are compromising on your heart and you're betraying yourself. So in a lot of ways, I felt like I betrayed myself because I was doing something that wasn't in true alignment with who I am. And the second thing I felt like I learned was like what does love mean like how does it how does that look like in terms of control and freedom and the reason why I called it freedom is because oftentimes I think we all learn that love in a romantic sense is this all-encompassing possessive we're with each other all the time kind of love like it's a controlling um, possessive kind of love and I think we see that in movies we see that in music it's the experience of this codependency um, love that we, you, you know, you complete me, I need you all the time type of thing. Which is a nice idea, some aspects of that is, is, um, is okay. But for me personally, I found it to be very, very stifling. And it felt very, I was unable to really breathe. And then it had me thinking, I'm like, is this what love is? Is this is this how love is expressed? Because I have never been in that type of relationship where 
at least romantic relationship where the person kind of lets you be like it's a love like like a flower that's in the ground you're just loving this flower or this plant allowing it to grow but when you cut the plant or the flower it dies because you want to hold on to it right like so it's a beautiful flower and i cut it because i want to hold on to it the flower dies but if i could appreciate the flower while it's in the ground it's going to grow and eventually you know maybe die on its own but a plant will see it'll keep growing so i don't know if people understand that analogy but i feel like i want to attract a kind of love that doesn't stifle that actually supports growth and expansion because that's what i feel like love is love is an expansion it's an inclusiveness it's allowing it's healing it allows the other person to grow into their best version of themselves and allows me to grow into the best version of me without this feeling of like i can't do x y and z because it's my partner's not going to be okay with it or I have to compromise on who I am and I have to shrink myself and I have to fall in line in a certain kind of way to make the other person feel okay but at the same time I don't feel okay with my life and who I am so I don't really know how that's going to manifest in the future like what kind of man God is going to bring into my life but this past relationship made me really understand the the kind of love that I want for myself is the kind of love that allows me to have more freedom of expression freedom of being just a freedom of just like being okay in the world and somebody that doesn't want to control me or possess me just wants to like be free and that's what I want. Also, I want to love someone in a in a way that feels that he can be the man that he wants to be in the world, right? And he could grow and shift and change and I could support him and not necessarily hold on and control him. And I don't know what that looks like and it feels very scary and very vulnerable because it's a love that you love but let go at the same time because i feel like we're all taught that when you love something you hold on to it but i find in those moments when you hold on to something it just dies because i mean nothing could live in a in a box with no air like we all need air we all need to breathe we all need this expansiveness and i think that's where creativity comes from where this expression comes from when the joy and the and that appreciation and the gratitude comes from that openness in that space. So that's something I've learned in that in my past relationship that 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 level of freedom is like air for me. Like I can't not have that because I don't like the person I become when I feel stifled because that's when I feel like I become a wild animal in the cage where I feel like I can't do anything and then I easily get triggered and want to fight and get out so I could be free. So yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a very good caged animal. I like my freedom and I'm still working out the details on what that looks like in actuality because oftentimes when people say freedom, well others are like, "Well, why don't you just be single?" and I'm like, "That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being in a relationship with somebody else where you both are experiencing the freedom that you both are comfortable with. And what does that look like depends on the individual. Like everyone's going to have a different 
expression of their love in a relationship. And I think for me is looking is seeking someone that has the same expression as I do. And we can both kind of play with that and be comfortable with each other. Because um, this last relationship made me see like having core values that are different in a relationship isn't ever going to work. Because we, if we're living life in a different rhythm, we're never going to be able to dance together. Like I want somebody that dances on my rhythm and we can flow. Not to say anything um, negative about my ex, he just, we just had different different ways of being. And sometimes it's good to have a mirror of that so you can see like what you don't want. Like I didn't know this, right? Like I thought I wanted the kind of relationship he was offering until I was in it. And then I was like, yeah, no, I don't want this. So while I was in my 12 years of manifesting the kind of relationship I wanted, I really thought I wanted a traditional relationship with the ideals of husband and wife and what that means. I think the, we can all kind of come to a conclusion of what that means for each person. And I decided that I wanted something else. And it took me a while to come to that conclusion. And the other lesson I learned that in a relationship is that life kind of brings you what you need sometimes and not what you want. So in this past relationship, I thought this is what I wanted and actually it was what I needed because a relationship is a mirror. I learned a lot about myself. You know, I learned that I get my feelings hurt really easily because I'm very sensitive and when people are in pain, they usually tend to attack within other people when they're in pain. So it was interesting to be on the receiving end and also the giving end of like throwing barbs at each other and triggering people's pain. But it was interesting being with someone where our, our triggering points were very similar. Like things that triggered him triggered me and our, and our reactions to that were also triggering. For instance, I'm an avoidant kind of person. I don't like arguing, point blank, like I just don't. So if so, I will do everything in my power to not create an argument. Sometimes that means not communicating. It means um, avoiding the situation. I just don't like to fight. I grew up with parents that fought every single day for years, and I just don't like arguing. I don't even like raised voices. Like, I don't like to be, I mean, I don't like to be yelled at, like, none of that. So for me, when I'm angry, I find ways to, like, try my best not to start yelling and start giving, you know, negative name-calling that's, like, not something I do or have done to me because I just think it's just not okay. Um, so it's interesting to communicate with someone that has a different style from you and then learning okay like how can I communicate better how can I communicate with this with more love and compassion so it's painful it was hard for me to also learn how to talk to somebody that's also e easily triggered and we just didn't have the same lines of communication and so that was very hard to deal with and for me in the future, I think it's really important for me to learn 
how to be in a space that feels comfortable where I can actually communicate. I think also being vulnerable, like being vulnerable on a podcast seems a lot easier than being vulnerable to somebody in front of you that you're in love with, right? For me, it isn't. Anyway, like not that I'm divulging like deep, dark secrets on this podcast, but this is still pretty painful stuff, right? It's painful to talk about like your your missed opportunities and romance and feeling like you're going to be single for the rest of your life, which, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, it's possible, but there's also like this idea of like, this ideal of like, as a woman, you need to have a man and you, I'm almost 40, I'm going to be 40 next month. And it's just like, oh my God, 10th decade and I'm still single, not married, no kids, you know? It's uh, it's an interesting place to be. And I'm also excited about my life. There's like a lot of blessings, but it's also that turning the page of moving into a different direction in my life because of my age and also what I want to accomplish in the world. So it was really um, painful to see parts of myself that were that needed to grow and mature in a relationship. And one of them is communication. And also sticking up for what I want, you know, being very clear on the type of relationship that I want for myself has been the biggest eye opening in this um, past relationship because I don't think I was clear enough with myself because I also didn't know. I didn't know that this is the type of relationship I wanted until I was in one that wasn't quite right. And I compromised on a lot of things that... um, I felt like we're okay because I'm like okay you know not everyone no one's gonna be perfect so I'm just gonna have to compromise and then at the end it was like I compromised way too much for the kind of person that I am and for it to work and have it be equal in, in many ways and um, but all in all it was a positive relationship um, it got ugly at the end but I think all breakups kind of get ugly at the end Well, not all of them, but a lot of them do, unfortunately, because people are in pain, and when they're in pain, they fight, and they um, just make things uncomfortable, which is why divorces are always so painful, and all of that. And it's hard when you have expectations of a relationship, and it fails, and the idea of the idea and the potential of a relationship. But one, one thing to know, if you are in a relationship right now, and it's not going the way you want it to go and you're debating if you should break up with the person or not. One of the things I knew when in the relationship, the idea of breaking up with him was really painful, but then the idea of being single again made me much happier than being in a relationship. And I knew right then and there that perhaps I was in the wrong relationship because I shouldn't be excited about being single again. Um, But I was, and I am because now I feel like a different human being entirely from who I was prior to this relationship. Because prior to this relationship, like I said earlier, I had a certain level of desperation and, oh my God, I'm getting older. I need to meet someone. I need to meet someone. And there was a lot of pressure around myself. I mean, I don't want, I didn't, I don't want children. So at least I don't have that pressure, but it's that still that your upper thirties, like you have to find someone. And now I'm about to enter 40 and it feels like a different paradigm because now I feel like, okay, like if I meet someone, great. If I don't, great. Like I can figure out 
how to be peaceful about my life and do other things. And if a man comes, then wonderful. And if he doesn't, it's okay. Like I have amazing relationships with my friends. I have amazing clients. I have this podcast. I have things that are going on in my life that give me so much joy and so much fulfillment. If I don't meet someone, I don't know. It would be, I mean, I'd be sad, but I also, I'm not going to be devastated enough to put myself in a relationship that ultimately isn't great for my own personal development and growth. Because ultimately, we're all growing every single day. So you want to be with someone that uplifts you and helps you grow, not someone that kind of wants you to stay stuck. And my previous relationship, we broke up mostly because, what a lot of reasons, but one of them was like, he didn't want to grow in the relationship. He kind of was like, this is as much as I'm going to give this relationship. And I was kind of like, well, that's not enough for me. And I broke up with him and I was devastated. It took me years to get over that relationship. I think partially, partial reason why I was single for 12 years is because I was so heartbroken. It took me so long to recover from that relationship and trust again and forgive and and um, allow myself to be in a relationship where I can be vulnerable again and then enter this cur current ex. Though I don't even feel like I was as open as I could have been in that relationship, mostly because when I think about it, I've been thinking about it the last few weeks about what does it mean to love someone? What does it mean to be in love? What does it mean to like open up your heart to someone and be vulnerable? And I don't think I ever got to that space where I was completely soul cracked open and love and loveness. I, I did when I was 20 and that was so painful that I still haven't allowed myself to get to that deep level of in loveness. And I think that's also part of the compromise I had with myself in this last relationship is because I knew that I was not going to ever be as hurt as I was with my XX. And that was a disservice to myself and to him because I wasn't even true to myself in that relationship. And I thought I was, you know, in the moment, I thought I was giving it my all and I, I was in love in a, in a certain level. But then now we're, when it's over, you look back, you're like, no, I could have I been deeper. I could have been more vulnerable. I could have been more in love. I could have been more X, Y, and Z. But it wasn't the right guy, clearly, because I wasn't able to get to that depth. But I was okay with it because it, on a certain level, it felt kind of safe. You know, I never, I, it was like a, it was a safe decision and not a very risky one on my part in terms of my heart being broken, which I don't necessarily know if it's the same for him, which is why I feel like not a very good decision for either party because ultimately it's hurtful for the other person, right? Because they're in love with you and you're kind of in love-ish and not necessarily at that same level of vulnerability and um but at the same time I feel like my ex he'll find an amazing woman that fits him and he'll be fine um and I I maybe find an amazing man that fit me and I'll be fine so ultimately it's all good like I feel like it's all perfectly divinely orchestrated and um yeah but it was an interesting for me in hindsight just to look back at this relationship and see okay like 
where could I have done better? And I originally wrote this episode like maybe a week or two after we had broken up and I'm like rereading my notes. I'm taping this maybe like a month to six weeks after I wrote everything out and I was a lot more angry. <laughs> I like read all my notes and I'm just like, yeah, I was angry. I'm glad I didn't tape that episode um, in the midst of my anger because it would have been a completely different vibe or now I'm looking back at, at my notes and I'm kind of like yeah I'm, I was actually I'm actually okay with this breakup and I'm looking forward to um healing that part of me that doesn't feel loved and doesn't f and feels like I need to be validated by a man or a relationship and feeling like I'll be special once I have that and knowing that I love myself and God loves me and I have friends that love me and I don't necessarily need a relationship to um, fulfill that need in me which is a pain that I think that a lot of people have especially around the holidays because it's like okay Christmas and my birthday which is like um my birthday is in January it's on January 13th and my birthday is like my yearly reset um because it's in the beginning of the year it's like I always have these intentions of like okay what is this year gonna look like this year is a beginning of my 40th year and entering an, an adulting into a new level and my intention is to surrender like i just want to surrender to life surrender to god and just go with the flow of life and continue with my mission on earth to spread love healing and kindness and meet more people touch more people's hearts and invite more people in my podcast, build a community. And that's really um, how I want to focus my life moving forward, as opposed to the last 20 years, which was pretty much focused on finding a relationship or finding my soulmate. I literally spent most of my 20s and my 30s dating, being on Tinder, Bumble, I mean, okay cupid i've been on all these apps if i think about all the hours i've spent trying to find a partner it's it's long i spent a lot of time and it was you know i'm not gonna regret it i mean a lot of us are out there doing the same thing but at this day in my life this stage of my life i'm just no longer interested in spending that much time finding someone anymore i just want to spend that time focusing on my life and hopefully a man will come in via my life as opposed to me going out there trying to go on dates and doing all the things that I've wanted to do in a relationship for myself and um, just living a life that I want to live and living the freedom that I want to have and the joy that I want to have and of course there'll be moments of loneliness and etc etc you know there's always going to be these moments of being like oh I wish I had a boyfriend or oh I wish I could do this with somebody or you know there's always going to be these moments um and I'm learning how to embrace those moments and embrace the goodness in my life and have the gratitude because in many parts of the world it would be nearly impossible for a woman of my age to have the level of freedom that I have, like having a car, having a home, like having a business, like being able to do mostly what I choose to do. 
like this level of freedom for most people and a lot of women in other parts of the world, they don't have this. This is like such a luxury to be able to have the choice to say, hey, no, I don't want to get married. No, I don't want to have children. No, I don't want to do this. No, I want to just build a business and I want to do this and I want to do that. I want to travel when we can. Like there's other things in life. And I've been so focused on just the relationship thing that I'm just like, wow, I haven't explored other aspects of what I could do in my life. So yeah, so that's the freedom that I'm talking about from a breakup to freedom and having the choice to live the life that I want to live. And, and if a relationship comes, wonderful. And I'm always going to be grateful for this ex-relationship that I just had because it really broadened my eyes on who I am and I learned a lot about myself that I wouldn't have learned otherwise because relationships are like the best mirrors. Like things, triggers get provoked, things happen and you're able to look at yourself and be like, oh, these are great opportunities for growth. So even in the most negative aspect of that relationship, there were opportunities for me to grow and it taught me to really stay true to myself, like true to myself in terms of what I want in a relationship, the kind of man I want to be with the kind of friend I want to attract, um, the kind of life I want to live. Like, I was so afraid of not being in a relationship that I compromised in the kind of life that I had been creating and cultivating the last 12 years prior to the relationship. I've always been on this trajectory of healing and building community and spreading more love and learning how to be a better human being and all of that. At the same time, desperately wanting a boyfriend. And then life was like, here's a boyfriend. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was an interesting experience. I want to go back to my my life. And having a boyfriend that, or a partner or, or, or husband or whatever that falls in line with what I'm trying to do in the world, not take away from what I'm doing. Um, so that was like the biggest aha moment in that um, experience of, of being in a partnership and understanding what that truly means. Like I've always wanted to be married so I kind of got that whole experience of sharing finances and insurance and all that and I'm kind of like okay that was an interesting experience and we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. So all of it was an amazing life lesson um, but definitely you want to find ways to be happy regardless if you're in a relationship or not. And if you're not in the right relationship, figuring out ways to either get help to make it a better relationship or maybe this is not the right person for you and being okay with letting go. I think that was, I mean, I held on to this relationship longer than I needed to because I was holding on to the hope that it would improve and the hope that I, and, and the hope that I'm going to have to be single again. Like there was a fear of like, oh no, like this isn't going to work. And what does that mean? I'm a failure. I can't, you know. Um, and all, of course, all the pain of all the like stories I told myself around relationships came up again, right? Because you're like, oh my God, like it's happening again. I'm being, I didn't feel rejected per se. I think he felt more rejected because I broke up with him. But there was also this feeling of like being rejected by life, like life isn't giving me the right situation. And, but no, at the end, I'm like, no, this was perfect. This is absolutely 
the best relationship that God could have given me at the time that it was it was provided. And I can't say enough that how much of a learning lesson it was. So I'm going to end it there and say that um, love can be found anywhere. And the most important part of love is self-love, like loving yourself entirely, accepting yourself, finding yourself beautiful and amazing and strong and really believing in the gift of who you are. And one day somebody will recognize myself for the gift that I am and you for the gift that you are. And never compromise on who you are. And stay true to yourself. And eventually you'll find someone, a friend, lover, co-worker. There's so many people out there that love you. And it's all going to be okay at the end. I think it's always going to work out for our highest good. And I am just keeping positive. That's the biggest um, thing for me is staying positive and maintaining as much joy and happiness in my life as I can and spreading joy and happiness to others and praying for divine intervention to make all things possible. And if, if that involves me finding a beautiful mate, then I welcome that. And if that involves me working and creating other beautiful relationships, then I welcome that too. And I... And sending you lots of love and healing and joy. And thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and tune in on Tuesdays for new episodes. For more information about me, please follow me on Instagram at Corinne J. Camara and my website, CorinneCamara.com. Sending you lots of infinite love.